Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, the media company that consists of a website, a podcast, a mobile app, and great, great divorce professionals. So when people get divorced, when they first get separated, a lot of people have hope that their divorce is going to be amicable. They're not going to be like those other couples and have this ugly divorce and they're going to put their resentment aside and it's going to be wonderful for the kids and they're going to be friendly and you know they're going to be like um, Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband, conscious uncoupling and everything's going to be peachy. And I think it's really wonderful that people have that attitude. But what happens a lot of times is a divorce starts out amicable and then it turns into an ugly divorce. And there's so many reasons that can happen and that's what I wanna talk about today. Basically, somebody gets angry and that turns your amicable divorce into an ugly divorce. So today I'm gonna talk about nine reasons an amicable divorce can turn ugly. So here's the first reason. Number one, one person finds out the other person is dating someone. That, my friends, is the number one reason a divorce can go from really friendly to just really ugly. And if you think about it, it really makes sense because no matter who wanted the divorce, No matter how long you've been separated, whether it's two days or two years, when you find out your ex is dating somebody, it's devastating. And with pain comes a lot of anger, resentment, and all of these ugly feelings, negative feelings creep up. The person might get jealous. They might rethink the divorce and they're so angry And what happens, I've seen it so many times, is that the divorce is going along, the people have an agreement in place, they're ready to do the prove up, the divorce is gonna be final soon, and then one person finds out the other person has a girlfriend or a boyfriend, gets so angry that everything's off the table, and nope, I'm not gonna settle for that. I don't want 2,000 a month, now I want 5,000 a month, because they're angry angry and anger drives this ugly divorce. It just does a lot of times. All right. Number two, someone's attorney talks them into going for more money. So my advice is be very careful when choosing your attorney and make sure that you have an attorney who is in favor of mediating or doing the collaborative process, who's not just trying to keep the litigation going on to, you know, get the two of you in court fighting just so they can bill hours. So please be careful and pick the right attorney. I know that all my attorneys on Divorce Girl Smiling, I don't think they do this at all. It's not that attorneys are such bad people. It's that some attorneys feel like if they're not litigating and fighting for their client, they're not doing their job. And that's not always the case. 
Because if you can settle and mediate your divorce, it's so much better. It's so much better for the kids. It's so much better for your post-divorce relationship. I mean, I could go on and on. But the point of this is that sometimes attorneys will talk people into arguing for more money, which leads to an ugly divorce. This is the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilisoff, and we're talking about nine reasons an amicable divorce could turn ugly. Reason number three, one of the people finds out from someone in the community that the other one cheated while they were married. Ooh, this hurts. There's a lot of gossip that goes on in communities after divorce. I lived it. I heard what people were saying about me from other people. And things can get twisted. And somebody could tell you that they heard your ex cheated. And that could cause your divorce to go crazy in a bad way. Number four, friends and family begin to talk negatively about the spouse. So they might say things like, if I were you, I would hate him. Um, I never liked the way he treated you in the first place. And the person getting divorced starts to think about this and gets resentful and feels like they should hate their soon-to-be ex, like it's expected or something. People you love aren't doing that to hurt you, and they're not bad-mouthing your ex because they want to hurt you. They just think they're helping you. And really, they might be egging you on. So be careful about that. Number five, resentment starts to build and one or both people start thinking about the past. So I find this a lot in the first few months, weeks or months of a divorce. When people know the divorce is really happening, they have a lot of time to reflect and think. And they start to think, you know, well, now I'm 40. You know, he just took the best 10 years of my life. You know, who's going to want me? And if it wasn't for him, I would have gone to law school. I never would have quit my job. And then people start to get angry. Or they might think, remember that time we were at that party and he just embarrassed me? Oh, I just, I'm so glad I'm getting divorced. I hate him. And they start to talk themselves into the divorce more. They start to remember all these things. And honestly, I think it's our subconscious helping us along. Like, yes, keep going. You're doing the right thing. And that could be a good thing, but it could also fuel a lot of anger, which could turn your divorce ugly. Now, if you're the person whose spouse is getting ugly and you're not feeling these feelings, I have a little advice. Talk to your ex. Don't be afraid to call him or her up and say, listen, I feel like this is getting ugly and I don't want it to be this way. And they might start screaming at you and saying, why are you even calling me? Shut up. I don't even want to talk to you and hang up on you. But at least you tried. Keep the lines of communication open if possible. All right, number six, reality sets in and people realize it's for real. So this touches on kind of what I was saying. As time goes by, as the weeks and months go by, this is when people really start to be in pain because 
they know now that this is really not just another fight. This is actually going to happen. And when people start to become in pain, that pain can transfer into anger and vindictiveness and wanting to hurt the other person, not just emotionally, but legally. So the divorce can become contentious at that point. So just be careful and reflect on what you're really doing because if all these feelings of anger and pain and resentment are making your divorce ugly, really try to step back and say, am I going to let all of this ruin the legal aspect of my divorce and have it cost me more money, more anger and pain? If I'm hurting him, I'm hurting myself and I'm hurting my checkbook and I'm hurting my kids and I'm hurting my own happiness. So I know it's not easy, trust me, but I promise you, if you try to take the high road as much as possible, separate the legal process from your feelings of pain, anger, and resentment, you'll be better off. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilosoff. We're talking nine reasons an amicable divorce can turn ugly. And we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to get to the other reasons. Be right back. Dating after divorce can seem really scary. Showing vulnerability, trusting someone again, and trusting yourself to date the right people and good people. So if you are in this situation and you haven't dated in a long time, I would suggest contacting dating and love coach Maria Spears. Maria has been doing this for several years. She is just such an amazing person who can offer so many tips, so much great advice to get you back into a great place when it comes to dating. If you want to learn more about Maria, you can find her on the trusted partner section of Divorced Girls Smiling or at maria-spears.com. I also want to mention therapist and divorce coach Holly Herzog. So Holly specializes in the early stages of divorce. She offers group coaching and individual coaching, but she is also the creator of this wonderful online e-course called Stagger, Stumble, and Stand. And this is a self-guided course And I've talked to so many women who have tried this course and they love it. And it just kind of guides you through the process and helps you with heartbreak and sadness and anxiety and fear and anger and all these other emotions you might be having at the beginning of your divorce. So if you want to learn more about Stagger, Stumble, and Stand and Holly Herzog, you can also find her on the Trusted Partners section of Divorce Girl Smiling or at graceuntethered.com. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. This is Jackie Pilosoff, your host, and we're talking nine reasons an amicable divorce can turn ugly. I am on to number eight. One person becomes unhappy either at work or in another relationship and focuses the anger and frustration on the soon-to-be ex. So think about this. Have you ever noticed that if somebody's miserable in their own life, they'll take it out on somebody close to them? It might be like their parent 
or a loved one or you, obviously, and they start to play the victim. They blame everybody else for their own negativity in their own life. And because you're the soon-to-be ex, you're the jerk that did this to them. You caused everything. And that's what they're thinking in their mind. So that can really cause an amicable divorce to just go downhill. Like maybe your ex got into a relationship and maybe he even left you for the person and now it turned bad. So now you are the villain. I find that happens a lot. Or they just become frustrated that they have to be this single parent with the kids and it's stressful for them and they have to do the grocery shopping and they have to have the kids overnight and deal with the kids' temper tantrums and they can't handle it. So they take it out on you and there goes your amicable divorce. Number nine, last reason, one person has or develops an addiction. So people who have addictions blame everyone else for their problems. They refuse to take accountability for anything that goes wrong. An alcoholic might tell their spouse, you're the reason I drink. You're the reason we're getting divorced. My life is going to be so much better once you're out of it. And they start to blame the divorce on the person. And so it's hard to stay amicable when that happens because, you know, again, just like number eight, you're the villain. You're the one who is to blame for all of this, especially if you were the one who wanted a divorce. So in closing, what I want to say is that an amicable divorce, if it turns ugly, it can feel so stressful. It can be exhausting. It can be upsetting. It can be a roller coaster ride. And that might not even stop after the divorce decree is signed and the divorce is final. Your life might be a roller coaster if the person's an addict, if they're unhappy, if there are any of these reasons that I said. So what is my advice? How do you deal with an ugly divorce? A couple things. You try your hardest to keep the emotion out of it. Remember that you can only control yourself. You can't control your angry, unstable, unreasonable spouse. You can only control how you act, the actions that you take, what you say and what you do and how you are with your kids. That's it. And your, of course, your own life and how you're living in your own life. It's really hard not to take it personal, but try not to take it personal. And remember to keep your eye on the prize. Remember that as ugly as your divorce might get, remember the things that you really want, the assets you, that you want, the custody schedule that you want, and really just hold your tongue and try not to engage in these really bad fights because your divorce will turn out better. And my last piece of advice is mediate your divorce. Please, if you can, try to mediate your divorce. I remember in my divorce, it was like partial mediation, partial litigation. And a lot of times our lawyers would send things to each other with this legal stuff that I didn't even understand. Now that's not a slam on attorneys, but your ex, you don't even know what your lawyer's sending. And then your ex 
gets it and then they think you did it but really your lawyer basically said just listen to me this is what i think we should do and you say okay that's not a good way to go you have to know what you're sending and you have to understand it and don't just trust your lawyer be empowered to learn the process and know exactly what your lawyer's sending and again if you can mediate the divorce that is the best and the last piece of advice I'm gonna leave you with is that remember that your divorce is gonna end and all of this unpredictability and these bombs that are being dropped on you and this life that feels uneasy and kind of creepy at times because your ex who you can't believe used to be your partner and now he's like this really creepy, weird guy and you're walking on eggshells. All of that is gonna end after your divorce. Well, I shouldn't say end, it could go on, but at least your divorce will be finalized, you'll be living separate and it won't be as bad. And try to enjoy a lot of your parts of your life while you're getting divorced. Try not to focus your whole day thinking about your divorce all the time and how it's so ugly and how awful your ex is. I know it's really hard, but you really have to almost in a meditative kind of way every day enjoy things and turn your mind off of the divorce. And I promise you, your life ahead is going to be wonderful. It might not seem like that right now, but it really will be. Just make good choices, have a little faith. And try to let go of your anger if you can. So I hope that helps everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to learn more, read more articles, listen to more podcasts, watch videos, or find amazing trusted professionals in the divorce arena, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. We'll talk to you real soon.